We shall go on to the end. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in you. Hello everybody and welcome to episode number 40 of the podcast. Today I'm joined by Maxwell Hearn and Adam Selby and we are here to chat about mostly Eternal 56 that we attended together yesterday. Please. Here you go. Welcome. What's up? What'd you think? It was a sick card considering that, like all the changes in the last few weeks but yeah it was pretty enjoyable. I enjoyed it. Yeah. What about yourself? Yeah I thought it was amazing too and like Max said with the pullouts and um, to still put on a great card was, yeah, was um, exciting stuff. All the fights were exciting, eh? 100%. Yeah, every fight, even the undercard. I was surprised at um, the overall level. Mm-hmm. You know, even the, as we were talking before, but even the amateurs, there were some, like, real good scraps. Yeah. And I noticed the um, shin pads from previous MMA fights I've seen, you know, the amateurs wear the shin pads, and yeah. usually it's the actual... These were like taped up. They're just like, like socks, eh? Just like a fatter leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was one boy and uh, he kept smacking his dude's leg and by God, you see the kid's leg afterwards, even with the shin pad. Yeah. Look fucking painful. Yeah. Probably using the shin pad as a weapon. Yeah, That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what do you guys, let's, let's run through the card, eh, and talk about it. Sure. Uh, start, we'll just go through it all. So we started off with Ian Cook versus Blade Townsend. Um, was it TKO, TKO stoppage? Ian Cook defeated Blade Townsend in the second oh, round. Yeah. Even that, that was, a, was Blade Townsend, he was scrappy MMA, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was his uh, amateur debut, eh? Yeah, was... I'm pretty sure I've seen Ian Cook on a card before as yeah. an amateur. Yeah. That was a pretty good fight. I, I, think, think... Um, I think Blade... Uh, I think he got pumped a little bit at the start, but he, he put on a good, like, you know, a good round to get back in there. And then, that's right, they called it at the end. He was mm. like, yeah, at the end did, of the second. In between the second and the yeah, third. Yeah, he couldn't that's continue. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. I think he did a really good effort of, like, staying on his feet and just defending what um, what the cookie monster threw at him. Yeah. But, you know, I, I mean, that just comes with a fight experience. So, you know, he's got one down. Mm. Hopefully he comes back. Yeah, this was two young boys. I think they were both 19. It showed on. Were they 19? Yeah, yeah, and um, just super talented and both they look to have bright futures if they keep up the effort. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's crazy how there's like, you know, even like the, even the amateur cards, when, even when they got on the, you know, shin pads and stuff and it's still like, it's hectic. You can see them in there, man, and it's like, it's serious. Yeah, yeah. Even at amateur level, like, you know, the amount of training and like what they were throwing out was quite impressive for 19 years old. You know, mm. they're still kids, so... And the cardio as well. Yeah. Boys in great shape. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Strength and conditioning programs are on point. Fuck yeah. Mm. Next one, um, Fraser versus Aranda. You say Wyatt yeah, Fraser Aranda. versus Lorenz Aranda. Yeah. Unanimous decision win. That was a good fight, and Fraser looked um, real confident and good. He yeah, was, he looked like a beast, Wyatt, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, he did. He looked like he did a lot of uh, strength and conditioning. Um, prior to coming into that fight, he looked in good shape, and you could see it in the way he fought. He was quite fast. A lot of pressure on uh, on the young fella, but in saying that, young Lorenzo, he didn't let up. He didn't. He didn't quit. He didn't yeah, let he up. Didn't quit at you all. You know, yeah. he didn't. He was getting. He was getting knocked around. He was up against the cage a fair few times, 
but um, he put it back on White. Hey, and I was really impressed with his his grit and his um, his performance at the end to try and you know. He didn't let the finish happen. Yeah, then, exactly. Right? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Well, you think like in an and, a, and then it was a unanimous decision. So you know, you go three rounds. Thirty twenty seven, thirty twenty six, thirty. That's right. Yeah, so the like he, round. to go three rounds with you know uh, a fit dude like throwing everything at you. You know, you got to take your hat off to him. Eh? Mm. Well, that's the thing, right? If you're young and you're early in your career, and they all have like big dreams, and then if you break, you know, you can lose a decision. But he didn't. He didn't break. Like, nah, he never no, broke exactly. at all. He, yeah. did, he yeah. didn't break. So even now, he's obviously lost, and I'm sure he's fucking depressed about it, yeah. upset about it. But he just, didn't break. Yeah, just go back. Look at. I think takedown defense costed him. I think mm. he got beaten up on the ground. Yeah, a lot. ground and pounded. Yeah, right, okay. and he yeah. Got control from yeah, top position. control from top position. So. All those. I noticed all the scrappy MMA boys love to get like that half guard top control and and just throw strikes. Yeah. Posture up, and yeah. posture up and blend it all in. Yeah, you're, you're jogging my memory. Actually, Young Wyatt, I remember his first takedown, he managed to get that slight, nice single leg up against the cage, I think it was, and then he brought him down, and then he did the classic Khabib, lock the legs up, wrist, hand yeah, guys, try yeah. to get the wrist control from behind, and yeah. then just pumped him from the top. Yeah. That's a winner. So, yeah, you could see it. All those, all the scrappy boys, they were all had that similar style, so hats off to whoever's doing their um, cage wrestling, because... Yeah, they all look real good. You know, very comfortable wrestling, very comfortable defending the wrestling and securing that top position. Mm. Yeah, they're they're good. They're good in those areas, man. And I've I've felt it from <laughs> Jack Della too, like training with him. Oh yeah, and he does the same thing. Yeah, he he was doing that. Well, not we weren't doing strikes, but he yeah. was tying me off like that. For sure, yeah. And I'd imagine, you know, those guys would be beating these kids up. You know, well, teaching them obviously, but the, oh, the, yeah, the you young boys f- are getting controlled and yeah, yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're obviously learning from him, so they're going to integrate that and show that as well. Yeah, iron, yeah, iron sharpens iron, right? So yeah, yeah. I guess in the, the MMA room, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. We got the next one was Rohan Gray defeating Dane Cross by unanimous decision, and again, there's twenty thirty six and twenty seven thirty and twenty seven thirty. Yeah, so right. Was, remember this fight? I got to see. Zoolander. It was, the, it was uh, uh, Rohan Gray, the was... Zoolander lookalike. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, was the two taller fighters, right, of the night. I think. Yeah, they were both tall. Yeah, Ro- no, Rohan was much taller from from memory. Gray. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and yeah. I think that the, his range and him knowing how to use his range really helped him in this fight, keeping him so. away and um, hitting him with some good shots, and yeah. yeah, just gassing the other dude out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, all I remember uh, from from young Rohan that he had a good range with his legs and his uh, and his reach. And I think he tried to wrestle him. Well, I think Dane tried to wrestle him and he put on some good defenses. That's so, right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good hips falling That was out. a nice fight in the end. And, and again, you know, what do we got? That's fight number three. And we've had two rounds, three rounds. Three, so, you know, a lot of heart, a lot of grit from these amateur fighters. Mm. Putting in three rounds of hard work against, you know, worthy opponents. So, mm. yeah. The whole, the whole card, man. Like, obviously, all the amateur fights were fucking awesome. They man. were mm. all matched up very well. Mm. I don't think there was anyone like it was, you know, the the pros and stuff. Like Cody Haddon's just on another level. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Later. We'll get to Wee. it. We'll get to it. But I'm saying, like, all the all the amateur fights, um, you know, you could easily put the wrong kid with the wrong kid, and someone gets hurt. For sure. And they yeah. were all competitive. Well, you, I mean, you got to take your hats off to whoever's doing the matchmaking for these eternal cards because they've obviously done their work in, you know. They've uh, they've researched the guys that want to fight and, and match them up correctly because mm. you know it's not really fair to be getting putting some somebody else up against somebody who's going to get you know bashed and 
Yeah, it's not going to be safe for either fighter. Yeah. And what do we have? Mostly we had Scrappy MMA, um, Kick-Ass MMA. There's two guys Wolves from Den, Strike. Strike MMA. Yeah. Yeah, um, Wolves Den, Wolves Den. and um, Luistro. Luistro, yeah. And, they, and a fair few from Kick-Ass. Yeah. Those were pretty much the academies that created the card, right? Yeah. And then uh, young um, Sebastian Slay from Sweatbox. Sweatbox, that's right. That was the, yeah, the random one. I've never heard of them before. Yeah. Yeah, so what are we, where are we? Thomas Harrison defeating Ryan Jankowski via unanimous decision, 29, 28, 29, yeah. across the board. What a wicked fight that was. That, that was a mm. sick fight. And I'll say, my cousin actually is mates with Thomas Harrison. Oh, okay. And he was telling me about it, about him before the yeah. Eternal. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to be there. And we were talking about it. He was saying he's like got real sick hands. And, yeah. yeah. You know, a, a guy I know f- uh, that I follow on Insta, he's, uh, I think he's good mates with um, Tommy Gunn. And uh, I'd seen him been training some boxing together. Yeah. So yeah, he, I, kn- I knew when he was coming in, I was like, oh yeah, the name rings a bell. And he was pretty sharp on his toes with the boxing. So, and he could, sh- you could see in that fight, he was, um, he was throwing some sweet hands. But do you, do you guys remember that how how that played out? So that was it was I think um, Ryan Harrison, uh, Thomas Harrison won the first round. Yeah. yeah. And then Ryan Jankowski. He had got that. pumped underneath, didn't he, Tommy? Yeah, well, he was second he, round. He was getting beaten up by Ryan and then um, Jankowski, and then he had that rear naked choking in the like last few seconds. Oh, and, like, that's I, right. I was watching it, thinking like the bell was going to save him here, yeah. but if there was another fifteen seconds, like he was not going to survive. Right. Yeah. But then that was deep too, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I think it was fight ending. <laughs> yeah. You know, just, yeah. But that's the. Sport. And he got saved by the bell. Yeah. yeah. Well, we all right. thought the fight got finished on the rear naked choke. We didn't realize. It was oh, that's the right. And because they, they didn't let the the, the buzzer off. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's right. And I was like, he didn't fucking tap. He didn't tap. Yeah. And, yeah. Then and I was like, oh, wait, it's the end of the round. <laughs> and then they're sitting in their, <laughs> sitting in their corners again. Yeah. And, uh, and like Jankowski, like, he must have, I don't know what he was thinking on his stool. I'd love to know. But he, like, you know, it's one round apiece. You've got another couple of minutes to go. Mm. And you're just thinking, well, you'd be thinking, obviously, I know I can submit him. Yeah. Which yeah. he pretty much just did, really. Yeah, yeah. I can't but, remember how the third round played out, but. Was Har- it mostly a standing and banging so, or what? Top, Harrison kept it on the feet. Yeah, um, okay. Obviously, he didn't want to go back to the floor, I don't think. Tried oh, to play to his strengths. Yeah, and was boxing and, and just won the third round and did re- extremely well to come back after that second round and yeah. then secure the fight. Yeah, wicked. And that was another, another good fight, another good evenly matched exactly. fight. Exactly. And, and as I said before, you know, that's four, four, four amateur fights all with their, you know, MMA debuts and they're going the full distance. So, mm. yeah. Wicked stuff from the matchmakers. So, c- continue going up. Same thing. Bennett, uh, was it Bennett versus, oh, I've got to pronounce this. Strenacle. Caleb Steinacle versus Adam Bennett. Adam yeah, Bennett. Was, this Steinacle is a good young prospect, isn't he? 21 year old, great hands, very aggressive dude. Right. Yeah, he came out with the knockout finish. Was it TKO or knockout in TKO. the end? TKO. Second yeah. round TKO. Second round TKO. Right. Yeah, man. That right hand straight down the middle and That's just right. dropped him. Yeah. Boom. Beautiful. I was actually at the bar. Um, oh, and he's like, I've got power waiting. in my hands or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But Long I saw right the knockout from the bar and it looked pretty impressive. So well done. Oh, man. Well done, yeah. young Caleb. Just sat him on his ass. Yeah, he'll be one to look out for in the future too. Very aggressive boy. Very technical on the feet. Yeah. It's, oh, fuck, it's just like... Where am I? Hold on. Oi. Sorry, boys. Uh, and then after that, we had Kevin... Cobb Hamill defeat Logan Murray via TKO in round one, one minute 47. I think this is the one we didn't really agree with when the the early stoppage, right? 
stop through the strikes and we only saw like ah oh, that's right logan murray the canadian gangster yeah i was quite excited to see how he went because uh because of his wrestling credentials apparently he looked good too. yeah he looked real good he didn't you know he looked like just a young kid with with fluffy hair but the boy could definitely throw yeah, down definitely and wrestle does not look like a gangster that's for sure but i thought yeah that's that's right yeah yeah um and he got stopped from underneath you know he looked like he was doing all the things to defend and um cop was trying to bang him from the top but uh obviously the ref thought that um that he thought that young logan murray wasn't going to be able to defend and was in a dangerous position and stopped the fight a bit early in my my opinion what do you guys reckon yeah. It was am amateur. Was that, was that amateur? It was that amateur? Yeah. yeah. So I, think, I think that's the thing with the TK is like if it's pro, that maybe they let it go a little bit longer. Yeah. Like you know, but amateur maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why that was stopped when it was stopped. Yeah, I guess so. I'm I mean, sure, but, you know, if he's in a compromising position and he can't defend himself, and then it's fair enough. But I thought that Logan was doing an awesome job of, you know, working up from his back and mm. defending those punches. Yeah. And he definitely was the bigger fighter too. Who was Cop uh, Hamill? Cop Hamill, yeah. yeah he yeah, was yeah. a lot bigger than I think the he's a strength conditioning coach for Wolves Den. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I watched him on yeah. the second on the card before this, yeah. Eternal fifty five, and he looked in real good form, yeah, good cardio, yeah. good strength. And he didn't stop that whole fight and he looked you know, he had his post fight interview and it was like he looked fresh as mm -hmm. so I would've liked to see um I would've liked to see that go to a second round. Um but hopefully yeah. Yeah, well, what if it comes back? I'd like to see a rematch. Yeah. You know, like... Why not? I'll be keen. I'll fly down to see a rematch for that, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> the man is keen. So, so Adam still... And with a name like the Canadian Gangster, you know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's good. That's good. That's good, Steve's. I like that. Good on him. Um, I saw him grooving with his mum down the front as well. That was awesome. In between rounds of um, somebody else's fight. So yeah. Before his or after? After, uh, after his yeah. fight, I think he was chilling He was chilling next to his mum. Yeah, like, came or, down and gave her a kiss. Yeah, 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 and then they were having a bit of a boogie like in between rounds. So if he's listened to this, good on you, Logan. That was awesome. <laughs> um, and then, then we had Jack McManus defeating Joel Julian by unanimous decision. Again, 29-28. So... Yep. A lot of these decisions, even even when it's unanimous, like both of the guys are at least getting one round. You know, yeah. The other guys getting two. So like we keep saying, they've all been competitive fights. For sure. And this one was one and one too, going into the third round, and it was just who was going to have the most heart to finish it. Yeah. There. And I yeah. think Jack just put in a little more effort, or just had a little more oomph in his tank to stay yeah, on I top. Think so mm. I think I fight. think uh, Jack won that fight from um, from the third round, to be honest, because. Yeah. I can't remember how the first two went. I think he, he won, he, maybe won he, the first He won round. the first, but got busted up severely in the, in the second. And I didn't even think he was going to come out for the third, like yeah. broken nose, and he was he in all old. sorts of trouble. Do you remember, do you remember we were, me, because I was sitting next to you, Adam, we were like, he's fucking gassed. Yeah, hard. Like, he, he they was, both like, looked tired. Yeah. yeah. I just saw him at one stage, he just took a big breath in, and then his stance came up, and I was like, nah, he's ready to go this third round, yeah. and um, came out and showed a lot of heart. Yeah. yeah. Stayed on top. And yeah, and yeah so he won the third round doing that I think you know and I trained I've trained a few few times with um with Big Jack down at Laristro and um what he did in the third round you know he'd definitely been training for that mm. you know, I rolled with him that week prior to this fight and he did exactly the same thing he did in the third round what he did to me so what he did to old mate yeah so um yeah good work implementing the game plan yeah just staying on top you know he's a good jits player so I think he used Real that good jiu -jitsu, that, yeah. that powerful um pressure top pressure that Ramel, you know, Ramel's no 
no skimp when he uh, when he's teaching those guys that sort of technique. So mm. it's definitely translating down to these fighters coming out of the gym. Yeah, and he was very uh, he was underweight for that fight too, wasn't he? Like the he other was... guy was way bigger, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I think Jack got down to ninety or something. Yeah, he had to be ninety three. Yeah, okay. See, so... what do you reckon that was? Just just miscalculated, or or is he just lighter? Uh mate, I couldn't tell you. Maybe yeah. it just came down to dieting. Yeah, I know that boys were using carnivore, so maybe, maybe they that shaved a few kilos off. Yeah, and a little bit more than he anticipated. Yeah, like eight weeks out. But uh, what's his name? Joel Julian. He looked, you know, his his fight name is the big unit, and he yeah. looked like a big unit. And he's he? a monster too. And um, his his fighting style, like just hitting him with some bombs out there, yeah. like fuck, he would have killed me. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very impressive hands. And man, happy to see him back in the ring. Hopefully soon. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully there's more fights with the light heavyweights. Uh, so then we had our last our last fight on the prelims, which was Frank Jankowski. So one, brothers, right? Ryan and Frank. Yeah, and one who's, who's Bro, older? We thought twins? it was the same dude. <laughs> like, I can't believe he came out to have another fight. <laughs> are they twins or are they just bro- brothers? I, I, they look like twins, eh? But I'm pretty reckon, sure brothers. Yeah. I'm, I'm a twin and I wouldn't be surprised if they were twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. right. Yeah, but I don't, that's I'm not right. Sure. Yeah. Um, so Frank Jankowski, he defeated Darcy Spowett via split decision. Oh, um, yes. So the Jankowski's, one of them goes home with a decision loss and one of them goes home with a decision win. Mm. Um, and that was another good fight, right? Mm. This was a close one. I think the second round was the telling one because I think Jankowski was really chopping him up on the feet, but then Spotworth dropped down for, he finished the round with the guillotine or he had some submission attempts in that second right, round okay. and I think that's what gave uh, him the score for one of the judges to get that split decision yeah. so he actually won split decision like one ref to two refs yeah yeah okay. but mm. it could have gone either way like it was tight like you boys were asking me what I thought and I was <laughs> like, I thought it could have been a draw yeah, mm. yeah, yeah he, for sure. he was um, Spowett was scrappy right yes he was yeah, yeah. and remember we, yeah we came out and he yeah like he, he lost the decision but he again that was so close. That yeah. fight could have gone either way. Definitely. Remember him? Yeah, he was throwing up. I'm he threw to, up I'm a triangle. At your face now, uh, Darcy. Trying to remember you. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. He threw up the triangle. Yes, that's right. Ground. And he nearly got an armbar. What in the middle of the second end of the second round? Yeah. Yeah. Well, triangle to armbar, but it was just a little bit too late. Yeah, he yeah. Didn't have enough time left on the clock. Yeah, I think. and that, that gave him the favour of one of the judges. So man, one more judge to give him that second round, and he would have been winning. So close fight again. For sure. Main card, eh? Yeah, boy. Now, now we had so this was all good. These were all good. Yeah. Um, Abdullah El Tagani defeating Sebastian. How do you say it? Slay. 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 I guess. Yeah. Yeah. El Tagani defeating Slay via unanimous decision. Again, twenty nine, twenty eight. Um, so one, you know, two rounds to one. El Tagani was. Um, you could see a dominant Muay Thai fighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Long, rangy, tall. Yeah. And stalked yeah. them that whole fight, right? Yeah. Stalked them. Just always on him, pressuring him. I think uh, most of the casuals in the crowd were getting a bit pissed off for that fight because of, uh, you know, it was a, it was a classic exchanging of styles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, El Tagani being the Muay Thai fighter yeah. and Slay being a karate. Yeah. Looked like well, from my my assumption, looked like a karate background. Mm. Um, El Tagani definitely dominated the middle of the ring. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And um, and he had he had um, uh, 
El Tagani had him circling away circling, from to his yeah, right the yeah. whole time. Yeah, so he's staying in that range. Yeah, of and let's not forget the reach advantage in this fight was um, sure. crazy yeah. too. But for Slay, his um, like we were talking before, his Leo Machida sort of yeah, style, yeah, in and out, in and come out. in whenever he got Pop-pop. his chance, he was yep. popping him hard and getting out. Yeah. So, um, trying to do that damage yeah full credit I think just the circling costed him for the cardio in the end of the fight and he just didn't have enough in the gas tank to finish it for and, sure um, was it El Tagani finished super strong too didn't yeah. he yeah yeah so, he looked like if there was another round or and uh, El Tagani's yeah. wrestling defense was fucking Ooh, awesome I knew you were going to get a hard on really about that man yeah. re- I've actually seen El Tagani uh, wrestle before at a wrestling competition and uh, he did really well I think he won one match and lost two but you could see, like, his wrestling defense, he knew what he was going to get thrown at him, and he did really well to defend it. And mm. it's going to be perfect for a striker, right? Yeah. Because the smaller dudes are going to want to shoot on him, so, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And don't forget the flying knee, too, that we saw. There was That's a few, right. He few connected one of those, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. 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 My, my only thing, El Tagani, <clears throat> I thought he, because the guy was circling away from him, I thought he just followed him too much yeah. and needed to start cutting Cutting off, yeah, yeah, let him run a little bit too far. And you see it every time it's happening on the UFC. You see the commentators talking about that. They need to cut him off and not allow them to just keep circling away. So I think that's something to address and like you know figure out what to do when if that's because I don't think he expected that guy to fight in that way. So what do you think spoke about it? What do you think Seb's game plan was for that match? Then you know he he obviously knew that he was dealing with a long rangey dude with some Muay Thai experience. So I think did you think it was to come in? pop him, take him down, and then finish yeah. from the top, or? Like, when he got his chances, he had to just take a shot once he closed that range yeah. down, you know? And it was hard for him to get into range because we've got Gunny throwing those leg kicks, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So rangy, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah. But I, Seb, I'd say again, Seb did a really good job of seeing those leg kicks duck and under a few, yeah. you know, circling back off. And, and taking his... Um, Maybe taking if, his shots when he got them too, yeah, because yeah. he hit him with some good shit as yeah. well. Yeah, right. Yeah, I reckon he probably thought maybe if he can get him to the ground, otherwise maybe on the inside. Yeah, Problem yeah, yeah. was, mm-hmm. I think he, I think he, I have a feeling he got clipped a little bit early, and because he, because Eltigani was so long, he just hesitated getting on the inside. For sure. And then found himself just circling away on the outside. And how demoralizing taking those! I think how many shots did he go for? I don't think he took him down once. I don't think you know he didn't take no, that once. like so that would have been disheartening he's probably yeah. in his game he's like I can't fucking tag him I yeah, can't take him down, down what the yeah, fuck's going yeah, on yeah hard know? out I'm just yeah. stuck with circling so mm. definitely I'd like to see I'd like to see um, Sebastian fight somebody with a similar um, body frame or style to him yeah just to see how well he goes yeah. physically El Tigani was what a weight? tough matchup what weight was that? featherweight uh, featherweight okay yeah See, he's a very tall featherweight. I don't think anyone's going to be taller than him at featherweight. Who, El Tagani? Yeah, yeah, man. Okay. What is he, like 6'2", 6'3", or yeah, something, featherweight? So he's got like Adesanya frame too, like yeah. real long and tall, rangy, good yeah. takedown defense. Yeah. So, you know, like similar kind of style in that way. Keeping it on the feet. It'll be interesting to see who they get for him next, yeah. That will be very sure. interesting. Because he got finished by Quillen last fight didn't he mm. but Quillen, Quillen, Quillen took him down and beat him up yeah he style, right yeah. yeah and now he's got that takedown defense so yeah, 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 that's yeah. good man yeah. he's ticking boxes and trying and to he's improve. getting experience fight experience yeah. so yeah it'd be interesting to see where those fighters come in the next uh in the next year or two mm. which speaking of next fight Pablo Torrelba Torrelba yep. defeating Quillen Salkill via submission RNC in the second round mm-hmm 
mate, that fight was insane. Yeah, mm. yeah, that was a, that was a tough fight. I think, so um, heaps of hype behind it. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of hype behind that fight. Eh? Both with their pro debuts, mm. both with uh, well, Cool had an awesome uh, amateur um, amateur performance. Yeah, undefeated. Uh, right, undefeated, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you know, Pablo's been around for for ages in multiple disciplines. So, um, yeah, what do you guys reckon? For me, just think um, Pablo's experience really helped them there, and yeah. I think Quillen just a few minor errors that did cost them, but Quillen will come back stronger next time, definitely. You know, so, and this yeah. is a great test for him. You yep. know, Pablo was great on the ground, man. Beautiful technique, like yeah. when he took the back, trapped the arm. His jujitsu looked really good, didn't it? Fuck, his mm. jujitsu's next level, man. Yeah. Like, and Quillen got out uh, from his back attack in the first round, for right? Sure. Yeah. You know, but um, uh, Quillen will just grow from this and get better, man. I and, think so. Yeah, yeah. you got to take those those hard losses, um, and then just you know keep grinding it out. Hey? Definitely, yeah. I Oof. think maybe Quill may have uh, let. Uh, Pablo um, imposed his game on him a little bit mm-hmm. and then maybe Quill got a bit frustrated and then end up you know that the result from that was getting his back taken yeah yeah that's right um, but he did a fucking really good uh, job of yeah. trying to escape the back yeah um, and then I think I think Pablo's Quill. just experienced yeah experienced with, with the jiu-jitsu just yeah. like overshone and uh, and he was able to finish yeah, with it solid game and like yeah. look he said he's going to be what the lead jiu-jitsu coach at, at Scrappy now yeah, yeah. so, so I mean that's that. nothing to you know to turn down and let's not forget Quillen rocked him in the first like 30 seconds of the fight eh? I think Quill's a way better striker than yeah, Pablo dude, he looks yeah. strong. no no offence to, to either fighter but I think that Pablo's a, uh, sorry I think that Quill's a way better stronger striker yeah yeah. and, and he did a lot of experience you know fighting Muay Thai um, Muay Thai fights and then you know all these fights coming into it um, what do you reckon round two for those you know run it back or I think that you want to give Cullen another fight and then yeah, give him Pablo so. yeah. yeah maybe yeah oh, I, yeah. I don't know if they would just run that back like you know at the end of the day like, it was a close fight and it was back and forth and maybe not know, straight away but I definitely would love to see a rematch definitely be a yeah, good match rematch. to see again later yeah, yeah. oh yeah I think Cullen deserves a rematch yeah yeah for sure um the other thing is like Pablo, and I think the difference you mentioned, like the experience, and how, how old is Quillen? Uh, twenty-one. Yeah, he's and, real young. And, yeah, and he's Pablo, 21, 21. Do you, yeah. do you remember how old Pablo was? I don't know. Yeah, older though. Know. I, think, I think maybe twenty-nine. I want to say. Yeah, he's. Look, I think so, he's been around for a while. Yeah. You, you mentioned like experience, and then if you recall Pablo's post-fight speech, he was saying like. Um, uh, emotions like getting it's not emotional investment for sure in the fight yeah you know like there's just it is what it is yeah and yeah, and i exactly. think with like quillen and that because you know there's so much hype around all those boys they probably come into these fights with there's a lot of expectation on their shoulders it's for his sure. first pro fight yeah and you, you, imagine you can the see hype that in the fight he, he tapped yeah. and you know pablo let him go and he was straight down on his knees and you can see he was upset you know my yeah. you know and, and i and i uh I felt bad for him and I don't even know the guy. Mate, and, and that's the thing I was just about to say, you know, I train up at, at LCA a few times a week and, um, you know, and being in the, in, the, in the room with those guys and how focused, laser focused they are on what they want to do and to, you know, my heart was in my throat for him when he was, when he had to tap and you mm. could see the emotion, you know, but, um, you know, just, I guess you have to use that really. But- Honestly, man, like the the experience that goes with that, and maybe the the difference in emotional maturity, maturity given that yeah. one of them's you know closer to thirty and one of them's twenty, and I 20, and I'm yeah. I think about myself as a thirty year old and as a twenty year old, 
polar opposites. Completely mate. different people, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that might have been what that diff, diff, little edge of difference yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, and you know? you know what? I reckon Quill's just going to get better and better and better. So mm. yeah, Fuck exciting yeah. prospects for both of them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, move on. Yeah. Last two fights were good as well. Same, the whole card was fucking good. Um, yeah. Rod Costa defeated Jamie Hunt via TKO strikes in the third round. God, there's some, there were some casuals in the crowd getting pissed off for the start of this fight, wasn't there? <laughs> 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 Just fuck off. Yeah, yeah man, they can fuck right Wait, off. So your I, thought it was, I thought it was amazing. Yeah, your yeah. missus was getting pissed. At <laughs> you. I thought she was going to go rock Just engage. Yeah. But yeah, you know what? They're both, you know, they're, they're jiu-jitsu guys. You know, they're, they're both... Um, you know, great jiu-jitsu athletes, great striking athletes, and you could just see, you know, that none of them wanted to give up a position. That's right. That arm know? triangle was so close, right? Yeah. That Costa got on him and he didn't. He yeah. got out of it. So yeah. Yeah. But I think um, once Jamie started to engage with Rod, Rod was just all over him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think. Um, oh, Rod was. He was on another level. Yeah. yeah. That's it's it. in jiu-jitsu at least. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah, like black sure. belt, and then there's Rod Costa black belt, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Black belt from Philip Pena. I mean. Yeah, yeah. man. You say no more. Yeah, that's it, man. And he just fucking dominated on the ground. Gave him no room. Fucking everywhere that um was it Hunt went. Costa just followed him. He like, just would beat yeah, him to yeah. every position. Yeah. Did you see? Even I think it was even between at the end of the second round, he had that top control for ages and just. And, and it just showed that he was sitting on top of Jamie Hunt for like it looked like two three minutes just pumping him yeah but and, the, the and difference was he didn't get he didn't over like he didn't try and chase the finish and over extend and get swept or anything he yeah. was just like picking his shots like just cr- um, clinical yeah, yeah like, and, and you saw at the end of that second round obviously the clap 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 ten seconds to go and that's when the last few seconds he just quickly transitioned and dived so, on this yeah, armbar. Yeah, so yeah. I kind of thought like, man, if he wants the sub and he really wants to commit to it, he can get it at but any point. For sure. But he mat- doesn't want to risk giving yeah. up the position. Maturity, right? Like he, he would want it to keep the position before the submission. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. it's paid off. It yeah. yeah, paid off in the end because fuck your boy was gassed out and yeah. Costa yeah. was just Coming all into over the third him. round, you yeah. can see the difference in how fresh they both were. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And then, yeah, once he, once he took uh, Jamie's back, I mean... It was all over. Fuck, you yeah. know, you, if you've watched Rod's last couple of fights, it's like, you know, once he gets to that back, bro, like, he's, yeah. he's finishing. Right? Bro, this is the dude that went to Brisbane with 24 hours oh, notice. 24 hours, yep. yeah. Yeah, and just fucking heel hook some dude and kick a leg. leg yeah. I love his, uh, <laughs> just flies over, takes someone's leg, flies yeah. home. Cheers, boys. Thanks I love his nonchalant, you know, very casual demeanor about him as well. He's like, looks like nothing would phase him. So, yeah, he's yeah. Brazilian, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well done. Yeah, that was a good one. And, um, that guy in the crowd that was chirping during the yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. was especially that fight, right? Yeah, it was that fight. Yeah, that I was saying to you before, the only people who do shit like that are people who can't get in there and do that exactly, themselves. Yeah, yeah. So, like, kind of, you don't even have to say anything, you just listen to it and think. It's a bit, yeah, like an idiot. it's the hard thing about selling alcohol at events like this is you're going to get the idiots come out, right? Well, I'd, love, I'd love to know if the fighters hear any of that. Surely they would. I don't know. He was pretty loud, man. Yeah. yeah. He had he had a couple of good jokes, but the rest was just fucking dribble. Yeah. You know? yeah. But I guess it's the casuals that you know they make up the the majority of the people going to these shows. So you know there's a place for everyone. I guess <laughs> you're buying all the tap out shit. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> but if it if it helps builds the brand and you know it gives these all these fighters a platform to um, fight on, you know. Mate. Yeah. Maybe just um, 
Yeah. A few less drinks for old mate. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where, where's the RSA? <laughs> yeah. He was counting up his cups as well, the fuckwit. <laughs> oh, is it the guy? Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, fuck, there was stats. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, back to the anyway, back to the fight. So that, that was, yeah. So we had Rod Costa, and then we had the co-main, which was the boys that were yelling shit from the crowd. They yeah. were the co-main. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're moving on to the main event. Uh, Cody Haddon defeating Mark Familiari TKO in the second round. Oof. Well, uh, I didn't think Cody was going to steamroll Mark as much as he did. To be honest, I thought that was going to be pretty pretty even, but it looked like Cody was just all over him. <clears throat> That body shot part to drop yeah, him. Yeah, fuck. Do you know what's so funny? You know, we've been training. I've been training up at LCA for a while, and there's like an in joke. You like if you cop a, if you get a clean body shot, you get twenty bucks from the coaches. Yeah. So that's been going on for weeks up there, and it was so funny to see Cody drop somebody with a body shot. <laughs> shout out to Coach Tom and um and Ramel for in uh, enforcing that twenty dollar body shot rule. <laughs> Obviously, it's paying off. Yeah, well, hopefully, you might get a thousand bucks, eh, from it. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, yeah, yeah. I chucked that up on my story as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I saw um, Pablo put out requesting a thousand dollars too, and if I reckon that was a pretty wicked finish. Man, you could. I reckon if I had to pick one or the other, given the, the, I'd give Pablo. I'd give it to Pablo because that that fight I think had more. Like it was, a, it was a more evenly matched fight. Yeah. I thought that Cody was just definitely a little bit better than Familiari, sure. and it was his fight to lose. Yeah. Whereas the other fight, Cody's fight to lose. It was right? Cody's yeah, fight yeah, to lose, so. yeah, and yeah. he should have won, <laughs> and he did win. And I'm not hating on Familiari. I no, Familiari was well. a great fighter, and I thought he was gonna, you know. He did well to hang in there, man. But Haddon is just like fucking potential UFC prospect. Yeah. You know? Like he's young guy coming up and like and he know. was just relentless on Mark right he never yeah. gave Mark chance to breathe just yeah. on him on the fence punching mm. him like Mark never had a chance he'd try and reset had, um, had him was just back on him straight away like yeah. fuck that boy just wants to scrap man yeah. like what can you say like fucking watch out anyone watch so, out gee, that thousand and bucks. he was injured he was injured a few weeks ago as well yeah fuck Rolled his uh, ligament damage in his ankle. Really? Yeah, and he was like, I think he was like swimming like three k's a day, you know, doing a lot of cycling, just trying to rehab it, staying fit, so yeah. he could get in there. Mm. So hats off to him to for acting like a professional, <laughs> hey? you know, young kid, professional attitude, tenacity, strength, technique. You know, he's a Golden Gloves boxer, brown belt in jujitsu. You know, he's gonna go far. He's gonna go far. He's gonna go yeah. far. And a, and a nice kid as well. Mm. You know, he's not a cockhead. Um, so that thousand bucks, who would you give it to? Fuck. Uh, like, my my judgment sweat. I want Cody to get it. Uh, yeah. But I thought I thought Pablo. Is it, that is was it a only, fucking awesome finish from Pablo. Is it only for the pro card? I think so. Uh, okay, because I want to give it to that dude that dropped that other fellow with the right hand. Oh, uh, the uh, who was it? Tom That's Bennett. It's me. I just come Gray, down. Gray versus Cross. Yeah, I just oh, come yeah. down to see knockouts. You know. <laughs> if, if there you're, the just, you're the just you're the just bleed. I. Honestly, if I had to pick one, I'd say I'd say Pablo personally. Yeah. But um, fuck, split it down. Well, who's man? But even though even Costa Costa punched him out, you know, yeah, it's he, true. He, yeah. he knocked was him it out. Perf- was it? It was for performance, right? Performance of the night. Yeah, I think Is it that was. was for? No, it was finish, wasn't it? Is it finish of the night? Let's do it. Hey, Jamie, bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have one of these over here. Well, Sorry, boys. well, those boys are looking. I just want to say that um, what an amazing event that um, Mr. Vickers has put on for everyone. Hundred percent. I can't wait. The production. Um, I've never actually been to an MMA show before, but the production value is fucking sick. Yeah, oh, 
So, so yeah, so it's a thousand dollars for the performance of that. Oh, so that's the overall performance. Well, so that, that based on that, what do you, cost too, for what sure. do you reckon? Mm. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm still gonna, I'm gonna hold tight with, with yeah, um, I'm gonna go with, Cody with Cody I'm because he Cody. was just, he was dominant, man. Yeah. He wanted, he wanted that fight. He fucking smashed him. He, he looked like the best fighter on the card. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like yeah, just fuck it so. Okay. Yeah. If, and well if, deserving of hey, a main card. Guys, we're all adults here. We can disagree. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking <laughs> submission. Yeah. Oh, it's tough, man. There Brand. was a good fight. There was just. I reckon fights. Pablo. Pablo deserves at least like five hundred bucks for that for that finish, man. Because yeah. that was sick. Hey, what a one hand arm hey, trap. Why yeah. don't we just give it a thousand each, eh? Like, yeah, 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 hey, yeah, come yeah. on. I'm I'll sure pull they, it out of my crypto yeah, bank, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they made enough money on the bar with old mate screwing his head. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those guys in the post fight suite was just dropping f bombs. Like, yeah. Like, sure. And then yeah. the other guy comes up and yeah. goes, Pablo. First thing he does is swear, and then he goes, "Oh shit, wasn't gonna swear when yeah. I came over here." Was he the same guy in the um, McManus and Julian fight that was saying, um, "Knock him out with your mullet." I think that was the same guy. It was the same guy. Yeah, yeah. And then I choked back with. Um, Jack choke his mother out. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> there was one guy who was just like uh, triangle, triangle, square X. Yeah, yeah, that, that was him, wasn't it? Was that the yeah, same that guy? Was the two, See, yeah. he had he had some good he had some good banter, but some of the banter was shit ass. Nice. <laughs> just good, mate, if he's listening, he's just got to space it out more and pick his moments. Yeah, you know? yeah, it, got yeah, to, yeah it got yeah. to the point where it was just like, bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah, 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 no one was really interested after a while. Yeah. Yeah, what you were saying, Adam, about the production value mm. and how well the show was run. Yeah, sound system, lights. Yeah. Um, Wicked. The bar was set up great. Like yeah, even was, the food. Food was, like, they kept pumping food out yeah. real quick. There was no massive lines. Everything, yeah. It was definitely for me to fly down here from Broome to come, just to come watch the show. Yeah. Well worth the trip, man. I loved it. Yeah, I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, I reckon I'll, I'll go to the next one. Yeah, Maybe I'll we'll be, get VIP seats yeah, or get yeah, a table or something. Definitely, yeah. yeah. See what happens. I'll try and bring some more boys down. 100% sure. next one. It, as soon as it's announced, try and on the potty find yeah, like ten people to get like VIP section. Yeah, table. Yeah. yeah, try to yeah, yeah. reach out if you're interested, guys. Yeah, yeah I'll be coming down for it definitely. <laughs> That's what I was saying to Max when we were waiting for you for lunch today. It was like the the only thing we would change is like we wouldn't get general admission tickets and that's yeah. the, the seats we had were fine oh they were like, perfect, we, we could see it great but just it would have been nice to be cage side yeah yeah you know yeah. just you know and the price difference to get cage side like if you got a group of people it's not that much different we had a wicked view from where we were and we were GA yeah but it was just like yeah I think it was really good you know value for money it wasn't too expensive you still got a good view mm. great setup production value and I've watched one on YouTube uh, on YouTube and UFC Fight Pass yeah. as well. Oh, great. Yeah. And like, you know, when you're watching it through, you know, the camera, instead of being would, there with your own eyes, it's still good value. I like, almost would have liked to like chuck, you know, how the, you know, those old codgers do at the footy mm. and they're like sitting there with their little radios in with their headset yeah, yeah. with the commentary. Because I would have yeah. loved to see, hear the commentary from, um, what's his name? Mitch. Mitch and, and Tinley. Mitch and Tinley and yeah. the other bloke. I forget the other guy's name. But, but, oh. He looks like a, he could be a... Um, Check on Mitch's Instagram. He looks like he could be a... Um, uh, 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 an extra for Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, Brett Benetti. Brett Benetti, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but he's, he's been in the media for years. Though, Has right? he? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's like, you know, I kind of see those two as like Mitchell Tinley's like the young guy, like out of uni, obviously pursuing a media background. Yeah. He works in radio and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But he's kind of like 
probably early in his career. And I think he does his and he does his research as well, you know, fighters and all that oh, stuff. Oh man, do you think they print that? You know, they do like a bio of each fighter and they give that to the, the commentator, yeah. commentators. Yeah. Oh no, I think the commentators will probably sit down, do their research. Well, they do their own research to understand yeah. previous performances, what's happened, yeah. if they're on a win streak, sure, right. blah 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 blah. But then they have um, fighter meetings like the week of the fight or whatever. Yeah. And they would they would be partial to what's going on in that. So he had they some can ask questions. It seemed like he he interviewed a few of the fighters, like talking about Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their oh, girlfriends sure. and what's happening with the yeah. ladies. Because we all got to remember this was Valentine's Day. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few boys dedicating fights to them. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the thing he had is, some quick some quick banter, on oh. which, didn't he? He's like, yeah. Was it? Hopefully, but, you hopefully you don't finish her off as quick as he did, old mate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that got a good laugh. I remember when crowd. he said that the fighter, you could see he's, he's like, he's like, hold on, yeah, okay, I'm with you now. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. had to figure out what he was. And Mitch at. was Mitch was stoked with that joke. Hey, he yeah. kind of finished the interview, <laughs> and he walked on me like big shoulders. <laughs> like, you know? And that was a good joke, hey yeah. boys. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's, that's, mate, that that's how you time shit right. That old mate in the crowd needs to learn from that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, he. If you listen to the one, like I've listened to it on Fight Pass before, and it's the same thing like UFC when they're walking out. Yep. The commentators, so Mitch and Brett Benetti, they'll be talking a little bit about the stuff that they've obviously conversations they've had with the boys before, or the, and the women, yeah, before the fights. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. that's what we didn't actually see was any female fights. So yeah, no next, shit. Next time, like yeah, it'll be interesting. Like if there's any female, I think there's fights. a few prospects. Uh, mm. I know there's one or two girls out of LCA that are looking to fight MMA yeah, soon. Sweet. I don't know about any other ja- uh, any other girls yeah, from other gyms. I think there's that one girl from uh, Wolves Den. She's like still reigning champion. She got a contract for one after winning the uh, IMMAF like international event. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, God, I can't remember her name. Don't. Gabby, maybe something. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I, I like I like Eternal. You know, you were talking about production quality earlier, Adam. Obviously, you know, they're signed with Fight Pass now and they're yeah. already getting to the point where they have some fighters that are exclusively signed to Eternal. Yeah, that's right. Because they're trying to be a breeding ground to push people into yeah. the UFC yeah. and, other, and other promotions. Yeah, I listened to that podcast you did with Ben Vickers and he was saying he wants to, you know, mm. make it a stepping stone to get into mm. UFC. And, and they like teaming to, yourself up with that is a good move. They like to align themselves. So if, if the UFC comes to Australia and they're in Sydney, and usually it'll be, you know, Sunday morning fights. So they'd like to have a card in Sydney Saturday night. Yeah. So the same weekend in the same city. Yeah, same. Yeah. Which I'm sure would have happened with these some of these fights that are happening right now. But obviously sure. with COVID, the UFC is not here. Yeah. So I, like, even when they eventually come back, it's just going to make... It's going to be even better for Eternal. Yeah. And just keep growing. And Eternal's sure. lucky now. They're ahead of the curve because they are able to put shows on where mm. other countries aren't. I've got friends that I've met over the years that are MMA fighters and they can't fight at all, you know, right. like guys in Greece, Thailand, you know. Is there anything in New Zealand that's like fight promotions uh, over there? You've got F- XFC. XFC, yeah, is that but New I th- Zealand? I think it correlates over the East Coast. Over, Coast, so East Coast. Yeah, I think they're sort of both yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. XFC, was that the one where Ben Nguyen KO'd um, the tatted up guy and it went all viral? Oh, I'm not sure. Wasn't that one? One FC. No, he he. I think he ended up in. He was in the UFC, and yeah. I think he ended up in one. One, yeah. But prior to that, I think it was XFC. Oh, okay. Okay. I think I think. Or AFC. Or it was maybe it was Nitro MMA. I don't know. One of those regions. There's so many now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Forget I said anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've got XFC, and then you've got another one out of Sydney, Urban, Urban Fight Night. Yeah. And then that's run by the Mock Hex Pro, yeah. is still doing some stuff, I think. 
He- well, Hex hasn't had a fight card in ages, but I think they. I, I, I think, think they're trying to build exist. something up for this year. Yeah, they they had a sponsorship with Ultra Tune, right? And they were on um, Fox Sports as well. The main oh, card okay. were on Fox Sports nice. when they came last time. They came out to Perth. They had Metro City. I was, yeah, I was okay. living in Sydney at the time, and I remember yeah. watching it. But what a great you know platform it is for you know the sport in general, mm. you know, and then building all these martial arts into you know maybe eventually MMA fighters, and then just picking the sport up, you know, and making it more accessible for everyday Joe, yeah, you know, to get into. Yeah, exactly, and like you know, it kind of like allows people to view it as a great sport instead of just like this stereotypical connotation of it being a blood sport you know or like you know where they're not really they're not real athletes they're just like brawlers you know people are actually taking it seriously as a serious sport now yeah definitely and those boys that are all fought on their card have been putting in a lot of time on the mats they're fucking athletes mate yeah Yeah, they're athletes yeah Yeah. and like having so many even at the lower level so many different promotions it may like as you said it may gives people the opportunity to fight but at the same time like sink or swim too sure. so yeah, you have to right. be a promotion that's like doing things properly if you're going to actually yeah, survive yeah, 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 yeah. 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 so like the ones that are you know dodgy and shit are gonna, they're not yeah. going to last yeah 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 and then you, bad so production then the overall, values, bad marketing bad exactly, production yeah. and just shit people yeah, yeah you know yeah. the overall quality of the um, promotions are going to rise as well as sure. with everything else yeah so it's just across the board right for sure yeah I think the last thing to touch on is like just sad not to see um, Jack Dalla fight mm. and Jack Becker too. And Jack Becker, yeah. yeah. I was really looking forward to both those fights. Dude, especially after Dalla dropped that dude last time. Like, yeah. what a fucking killer. Yep. Yeah. But, I was yeah. supposed to do a podcast with him. Who was... Uh, uh, before before yeah. this one. Oh, yeah, well, man. we were scheduled and then um, oh. the lockdown came. So we... And we're going to do it the week before the fight and then yeah. the lockdown came and I was like, well, fucking, I can't go to Willerton. You know, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to do it the, the early, the week of the fights. And he was like, yep. And then by the time that got around, the fight had been called. So um, who was he supposed to fight? Oh, I can't even remember who he was supposed to fight. But Some the guy... guy Adelaide, eh? Well, I think it was New South Wales. Oh, New South Inter- Wales. Interstate, anyway, yeah. wherever it was. Interstate, and because of COVID, he couldn't fly. So yeah. the fight got pulled. Yeah, right. Um, I'm sure it'll be on the Instagram. And then, so they made, what, Jack Becker, the main event, right? Yeah. And then, I'm not sure what happened with that fight, but then, obviously, that got pulled, and then it was Cody Haddon. And, yeah. And, um, Familiari, sweet. Hey, Cody stepped up to stepped up his game and like jumped in for the main event. Second pro fight, main event. Bro. he's a he's a main event fighter, but like, that's no, I reckon hundred percent. Yeah, fuck. What what are we looking at for him? I mean, are we gonna look for a title shot soon or what? Build him up. Hey. Build, build him up. Yeah, fuck. I reckon he's, he he, he deserves him. a few more fights. You reckon? Yeah, you chuck him in the deep end. Well, he probably could compete, but the, you don't want him to win the title and then be on like three and zero as a pro and in the UFC and then learning hard Ooh. lessons. You know, you so want, it was want a, him to be experienced before he gets there. So yeah, Della was supposed true, to fight. You're right, but fuck, he just looks so impressive, man. Like mm. he is UFC material. So fuck, yeah, yeah. risk versus reward. Yeah, right. it's mm. a hard one. I said he's main event, but if he's on if he's on cards with Jack Deller and that Jack Jack's the main event. I really want to see uh, Jack's the main event. I really want to see Jack Becker fight as well. You know. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a shame that uh, Luke had to pull out due to injury, but I mean that's the fight game, hey. So that's that's what happened with Jack's fight. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to fight him either. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't want to fight those little boys. No, I know. I know that. I know Luke Jones uh, really wanted the fight, but. Um, 
I think it was the injury was too bad and he just couldn't go through with it. He was fighting upper class as well. So is he LCA? Yeah, yeah, Luke yeah. Jones LCA. Okay. So yeah, I know I know that he had an injury uh, coming into the fight, um, and I think there was a bit of communication um, breakdown between him and the coaches, um, and he couldn't pull through. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it's a sh- it's a shame, you know. He was fighting upper class. I know he wanted to fight, so. But I mean that's just how it happens. Hey, if you're injured, you're injured. You know you can't fight, and it's mm. you don't want to risk getting, you know, worsening the injury and going out there and not being a hundred percent, especially yeah. against a guy like Jack Becker, yeah, who's, yeah. who's well seasoned MMA fighter. Easily take years off your life, that dude. Like, yeah, man. come on, yeah. man. Like, Look at his physique, bro. Yeah. How's Jack? Fuck, he's built for this. Yeah, and there's a difference, like playing sport, a little bit injured and stuff. You might tweak something, like footy, for example. Sure. But like you fighting you know you yeah. go out there you go out there 60 percent against someone who's 100 yeah at, at, especially at that level that they're at too yeah yeah, yeah. you can fucking get hurt yeah, right? you're yeah, risking exactly. your life man but, come yeah. on like, yeah. yeah oh he'll he'll bounce back and they'll they'll find becker a fight and he'll find a fight. well exactly and let's hope you know covid uh covid stays under wraps within australia once you know we just got the, the vaccine today so they're going to start rolling that out and start. Hopefully, everything like cools down, and then we can start getting some uh, interstate matches yeah. for, for eternal. Some even just fucking travel. Yeah. In, oh, you know, overseas great, and interstate, yeah. and I just want to go to Bali and get a villa yeah. and just fucking hide. Changu. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Go have a few a few rounds at Bali MMA. I would. Yeah, that's in Changu. I think. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is Changu. Uh, Changu Beach is there. Echo Beach. Yeah. The waves. Just yeah, for sure. Fucking some acai bowls Oof. and cheap food. And <laughs> Sounds good to me. Bintang's by the bucket load. Yeah, yeah, the Bintang, <laughs> Bintang bucket, eh? Yeah. yeah, that'd be sick. Um, so what's, what have you been doing outside of that? You, I know you're, so Adam, last time you were on, we were talking about your training up in Broome. Yeah. And you guys were three days a week out of a physio studio, right? Just studio, just that's, rolling out mats. That's right, yeah. Yes. So come down to uh, Perth, had my last trip and I enjoyed it thoroughly, trained at so many gyms. And um, just really, I think I said on the last podcast was like, we really needed to get into some nogi. Like we weren't doing nogi because we have to pack the mats up, right? So mm. you get the mats get sweaty, you have to pack them up. So you sort of have to let them dry and mop them out. But uh, we started hitting some nogi classes at the moment up there. So Thursday night we hit the nogi. We're hitting the 10th planet right now. I was just about to say, you were just saying before, you're getting into the 10th planet Right, we're learning the system, guys. Flat <laughs> earth. <laughs> but, boy, the boys are loving it. Like, uh, I don't know. I know a lot of people write off the system, Eddie Bravo warm-up system, but um, I'm enjoying it. I like the style. Um, all my lightweights are having fun with it. Just the smooth, the flow rolling, you know. Um, it's just a, it's a great style and it's an easy way to learn yeah. and like um, come back down here this time my nogi's much sharper um, I'm doing my 10 planet stuff you know this, the escapes as well escaping a body triangle was on yeah. 10 planet and then I've gone and done that on a high level guy so uh, it's paying off and I enjoy it too you know and learning the game as well I think that syllabus is great I was telling you before that mm. I trained at a, a club in Brisbane uh, 10th planet out of Brisbane with yeah. Devon and uh, I really enjoyed my time there. Yeah, you know, all their warm-up stuff was super dynamic and yeah. all different types of movements. And stuff you've never do before, you wouldn't Exactly, think, right. Yeah. Yeah. And the one thing with um, Eddie Bravo's system is this is how we beat uh, Hoyler. Hoyler Gracie, yeah. So, like, fuck, it works on Gracie's. So, yeah. you know, let's not play. It's proper jiu-jitsu. For like, sure. for people saying, ah, oh, it's bullshit and that. It's, come on, man. Like, well, sp- sp- you know, Devon came here for a competition la- no, two years ago in a quintet-style match and he tapped out everyone. 
Like he tapped out. He, I think yeah. he defeated two teams. No, just him. Shit. Him and another guy. Mm. Tenth play. They made up a tenth planet team, and I think Devon finished everyone from yeah. the bat. Yeah. So yeah. So don't be sleeping don't, on the tenth planet yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah it's quite. all fun to like joke yeah. about it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Some like, serious shit. Yeah. I'll take but the shit. How nice guys as well. If you ever get a That's chance right. to go to Brisbane, bro, go check that place out because yeah. they're really good. Really nice dudes. And actually, my bro, who's actually gone to um, Tim Planet HQ. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he said what a great gym it was. He right. said they were the most friendly people he's ever been and visited. And he was everywhere. He went to um, Huffer's gym. Yeah, okay. He went to Kurt Oceander's gym. He oh, went yeah, to Marcelo's sick. gym. So he traveled around America, and he said, yeah, the nicest people were Eddie Bravo's, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, Oceander's an interesting cat. I love him, man. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like a role, role model for me. Hey. Podcast recently too. <laughs> was he? Yeah. I have to listen, eh? Hey. Yeah, he's Because he was chat. in rehab, bro. Yeah, yeah that's right. He was in rehab. <laughs> and he was, uh, I think it was Grappling Central. And he like, I listened to two of his, pod, uh, two Grappling Central podcasts with Kurt. And he was just fucking rehab, bro. From was, doing a podcast from rehab. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, and like the nurse would come in and be like, what the fuck is all this commotion? And he's like, ah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm just doing a podcast. <laughs> and they're like, who is this guy? Yeah. I love him, man. I can't he's remember great. I watched one podcast, he drank like two thirds of a bottle of whiskey yeah, and drink. And that's it. why I was in rehab, bro, because yeah. he's got a real bad like, booze problem. Yeah, that's yeah, what they were right. saying too, yeah. But I just like um, people like that. Like, what you see is what you get. They shoot straight yeah. down the line. Yeah. They speak how they speak. They don't fluff their words. Like, he swears and stuff, and people yeah. might be put off from that. But, like, fuck, get over it, though. you know? Like, yeah. he's just... You, you know where you you know where you know stand with people like that. And yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of respect people. Yeah, you know, I respect right. that. We're living in a world with so many fake people out there. Yeah, see someone sure. that's genuine just and... Nobody wants to put a step out of place. Yeah. You know, everyone wants to say the right thing, do the right thing. Too many yeah. people yeah. are offended these days. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so it's refreshing to have people like that. Yeah, you know? <laughs> for sure. So your your gym, you obviously getting into the no gear stuff, but what's going on with your new facility? All right, so we're yeah. hopefully just going to be starting up our academy, hopefully within the next four weeks, and um, we're just going to be training every day, sick. all day, every day, <laughs> boys. It's going to be sick. So guys, if anyone's out there, because I know you can't travel, you come up to Broom, hit us up. Broom BJJ, we've got the crocodile on the symbol. Sweet logo, bro. Yeah, the, bro, the number one logo in Australia. It's fucking mint. Yeah. <laughs> it's real sick. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you come up, man. You, man, the beaches are nice. The women are hot. Bro, They've come got up. wet shirt competitions in the rowing. Titty comp, if you want to go titty comp <laughs> after Nogi on a Thursday, like, we'll get you up the front road. <laughs> You'll be cheering. But yeah, I need to come up, bro, because I've 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 been up to Broome once or twice, yeah. but I need to come up and like hang out. Yeah, yeah. man. I only did it as a kid. We should when yeah when my next right and I'm able to train. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go up there. We'll go Definitely up. Yeah. make sure like because you can't go to Bali or you can't even go to fucking Melbourne now. So yeah. Broome, at least the jiu-jitsu is okay. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's a good place. You just yeah. need to find someone up there with like a boat so you can go fishing. Yeah, we could suss it out anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> suss something <laughs> out for you guys. Yeah. I promise you, if, if there's a cloud in the sky, I'll give you 50 bucks. Hey, it was 100 bucks yesterday, you right, told it me. was never said 100. No, it was 100, I swear, you said 100. <laughs> is, that a, is there um, Matso, Matso's Breweries up there? Oh, Matso's Brewery, oh, yeah. I just sit around there, drink, like, yeah. good I think day. they do yeah. the Sunday session. Yeah. I think you can come down if you're a DJ, they'll let you DJ a little bit. True. Yeah. Wasn't there a shark attack at Cable? Just oh, recently? bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. Bro, uh, that was actually my boy. Oh, was okay. it really? Yeah, yeah, my boy was out surfing. Okay, but... Okay, it was like stormy weather, it's turtle season, so the turtles are coming in. That's and what off I the thought, because last time I was at Broome, I went down to Cable and I was like, 
It was hell sandy and you went to the water. It was like, you could walk out 50 meters into the ocean. It was yeah. like still up to your ankles yeah, or yeah. your knees. It's pretty clear them on low tide, but yeah, nah, he was out there surfing. And uh, so turtle season, so the sharks are around and then a fucking shark actually bit his surfboard. Jeez. Yeah, what, yeah. What kind of shark? Uh, they think it might have been a bull shark. Oh, yeah. But it was They're actually... anyway. Yeah, but two weeks before, someone actually got killed from a shark. Yeah, in right. In Broome, so yeah, it was actual shark attack. Jeez. Yeah, so it's pretty serious. Nah, but don't worry about that. If you know jujitsu, man, just check the shark out. Exactly, yeah. man. Down at the cock den, we got your back, hey. Cock versus sharks. Out you there. need to make up like a, you need to make up a submission and just call it like the croc roll. Oh, the croc roll. I yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, like an anaconda, but like that's what I was thinking. From the other man. way. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, gator roll. Yeah, gator roll. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, jacare. Looking out, snapping. <laughs> But yeah, oi, if anyone comes up, just hit me up, come for a roll, man, we'll open up gi, no gi, we'll loan you a gi, you have a good time, all the boys are sweet, and um, we just love rolling new people as well, man, we just yeah. want to roll new people, we stuff rolling the same 10 people, you know, that's why it's good for me to come down here and just roll all these high level dudes and, and just get choked out, you know, because then I'm learning and then I can take it back to my boys and we all learn together and there. And, that's um, the way it should be, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the thing, start rolling the same 10 people, now that you're opening up your own academy and stuff and it's going to, you know, it's not going to be mats down in the physio. Yeah. You know, a- anymore, it's going to be your own thing, you'll find that it will grow. Yeah, definitely, just yeah. that professional look, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'll get, whether it's more members or, or even a combination of more members and travellers and tourists yeah. that will just drop in. And I think this, this year we really are going to have the travellers with the restrictions around the world you know no international in flights. flights of people coming up yeah man i think it's really going to go off this year so they're trying to make flights cheaper up there as well yeah well i got mine i think there was like four four thirty return oh bro that's, that's real good that's real good last yeah. time i went there was like a thousand dollars return dude it was thousand dollars when i came down for states yeah a oh, yeah. thousand returns so yeah they have bought it down so yeah hopefully they keep it down and if you're going to come up come up after easter in between easter and october that's when the weather's going to be nice so yeah, definitely Sweet. come check it out. Okay. Yeah, we gotta do it. What do you reckon, Matt? Max, you got anything you wanna add or? Nah, I'm good. I'm still doing my same old thing, man. Just training here yeah. and there. Uh, putting some time in at LCA, trying to get my MMA techers back up. Or trying to learn MMA you want, techers. You wanna fight, don't you? I, I'm, I'm looking to fight, yeah. yeah. You gonna wear my fight shorts or what? Uh, not, not, in the, <laughs> not in the ring. I need something a little bit more give in the league. I've got big legs, bro, so I need, I need cut. I need slits in the side. Yeah, we'll, we'll cut them for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll home I'll, I'll, I'll speak to my manufacturers. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I'm just I'm putting some solid training hours in. Um, hopefully, we get a good comp season. Um, hopefully, I can travel because I want to do a few interstate comps. Yeah. Um, and just like, yeah, looking to like finish off last comp season get some wins under my belt and then you know start progressing to other things yeah definitely want to get back at uh, get better at wrestling and and get better at mma maybe step into the ring towards the end of the year see how we go are you, are you looking to do the adcc tournament i'm looking to do i want to get on some super fight cards i know there's a yeah. few promotions that yeah. are coming out now um, jamil <laughs> Hook your boy Hook out. Up. <laughs> up, nah. M16 and stuff like that? Yeah, I, I, I really want to get on M16. I think yeah. they've got a good promotion. I think they've got a good base and they're, they're bringing over some top athletes and I want to test myself against some of those guys. Yeah. So, um, And I'd love to be on GSF, so it's, I'm just looking for a matchup now. 
Yeah, the blue belt one. Uh, the grappling super fights. Yeah, they're but doing, aren't, aren't they doing a? Blue they're doing belt an eight man well? tournament, and I've put my name up for the nogi yeah. for the nogi side of it because I think the one that's coming up is a gi one. Mm. So I've put my hand up for the nogi one, or even for super fight. So if anyone wants to throw down at ninety three kilos, hit me up. <laughs> Where you at? Nah, <laughs> nah. boy. Nah, I just I'm just looking to test myself, bro. I just yeah. want to get better and like um uh, I was really planning for a big competition season last year and then COVID hit and that put a big hamper on some stuff and I got injured, but now I'm back, you know, my strength conditioning is on point, my cardio's on point, I'm getting good technique in. Mm. I've got good training partners, I've got freedom now from you know, my main coach Brandon Chin at Kaizen Lab. He's like, bro, go train wherever you want. If you if you're chasing um, other stuff, go, go and get it. Go go get it. Um, you know, and I've he's got, always been good like that. Yeah, he's always good like that, yeah. man. You know, he's there's no cretin fucking bullshit. You know, yeah. you have to be loyal to the gym. He's like, bro, if you want to go get it, go get it. You know, mm. he, he pushed me into wrestling uh, when I first got my blue belt. So, um, yeah, and that's changed my game. So, you know, who knows what happens? You know, I'm doing a lot of stuff for Ramel up at LCA. Um, and you know, remember, what, do you, what do you get out of that the most? Uh, just a different style of different different style of jujitsu. You know, very MMA based, top pressure, heavy, just like suffocating somebody from underneath. Super mm. athletic guys too. Yeah. Ramel's like the all beast weapon yeah, sort of yeah. guys. Yeah, they go hard. And it's great because I get to go there and like I get some hard rounds and some hard sessions in there. But then I can go back to Kaizen Lab and I can relax and really refine my technique and and um drill stuff out yeah. yeah i still get hard rounds at kaizen don't yeah. don't get me wrong you know i'm not i'm not painting the right but picture they're not but, mma fighters but they're not mma fighters yeah. you know they're they're, te- they're technicians they're all professionals you know and it's it's awesome that i get a mix of both worlds mm. it's great you know me and adam were at uh essence jiu-jitsu this morning with um jaco driscoll and, and renan and and um you know getting some adcc rounds in this morning you know and it's great that you know we've got this community in Perth that we can go to other gyms like that and hang out with other dudes and like there's no weirdness like so yeah bro come down come mm. on sweet and Jake's yeah. another one who's good for that stuff like, I've talked to him a bunch of times I've been there a bunch of times yeah, he's bro. like pays for privates off other black belts yeah and that, like, I was picking his brains today about e- egos in check yeah yeah you know, he's not I was picking his brain yeah. this morning about you know his uh, strategy for ADCC style competitions, you know, and it's great to get his his uh, thoughts on it. You yeah. Know? So now I can take that away and work on my own game. Mm, what did he have to say for it, to you for it, about it? Uh, mate, he was just playing. You know, he he was just saying play to the game, basically. Yeah. 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 In a few words, I don't want to give away your secrets, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he was just like he's like, look, play to your game, play to the rule set. Yeah. Um, and play to your play to your strengths, impose your jiu-jitsu and your game on, on your opponent and uh, you should come up with a win. Mm. But he was like, yeah, definitely like, play to the rule set. So that's what I'm looking to do in this next lot of competitions coming up, first part of the year. We've got AFBJJ, Nogi titles on the 28th and then after that we've got the first Grappling Industries Perth Open. Yeah. So that should be fun. Um, They're always good events, eh? Grappling Industries? Yeah, I think this is the first one they're going to have in Perth. I was Round gonna- Robin? I think it's round robin, yeah. 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 So it's similar style format to SGT, but I believe it is ADCC rules for the no gi, don't quote me on this, and A and IFBJJ rules for the gi. Yeah. That's and then they've got a yeah, super okay. ab, they've got a super absolute division. So no you don't have to you can be yes. any belt, yeah. but it's over eighty and under eighty, and yeah. then they've got a regular absolute for oh. both gi and no gi. True. And it's like really well priced, bro, so I think it's like 
120 bucks and you could potentially have 10 plus fights. Oh, that's mm. all good. Yeah. That's, that's to register for what, one division? Yeah, for, so division in each of, you know, gi, no gi, absolute, super absolute, you can like have heaps of fights. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, in and then Sydney, SGT that after that ones. as well. When yeah. I was living in Sydney, um, a lot of the comps that the guys from my gym were going to were grappling industries. Yeah. And they were always pretty good pretty good run events. But like yeah. every other jiu-jitsu, they're a little bit late. You know, yeah. they run late, but <laughs> that's just... Late that just Everything runs late at the jiu-jitsu yeah. tournament, bro. You can't. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but aside from that, they were, they were good. They were good. Yeah, so just walking towards that. Um, I think there's a few wrestling comps coming in as well, so I'll give that a go, and then maybe looking to launch my own little tournament. But yeah. uh, we'll talk about that on another podcast. When it comes up, yeah. When it comes up, yeah. yeah. Sweet ass. But if anyone likes doing takedowns, hit me up in my DMs. We'll talk about it. Yeah, not me. I'm a god puller. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to wrestle you this morning, but I just sat in the bar. It was fine. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like, do I want to get slammed? No. Yeah. But if anyone's keen to come cross train or come train with me, or you're open to um, me coming to your gym and train together, I'll be, you know, let me know. Just hit me a DM. I'm keen. There you go. That's your day, boys. Yes, yeah, sweet. sounds thanks, good. Thanks for coming down, Adam. All from good. all the way from Broome on the potty it. again. Yeah, and thanks for the hospitality. Bro. Yeah, yeah, enjoyed it. It's good. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. Cheers.